Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Yes, Coach Kelly is here. We'll introduce him formally in a moment. Brought to you by the Little Rock Athletic Club. Yes, Coach. I just want to bring up the whole analytics deal. And y'all are off sitting there giggling and laughing during the thing. I didn't giggle or laugh. No, I pointed my finger okay. at you. We they're, all pointed our finger. Thank you. You the analytical razor, people. The Razorbacks for the year are taking almost a third of their shots from mid-range jumpers. Okay. They're shooting 38.1%. From? So to, from those mid-range jumpers. What are they shooting from the floor, period? 40? 38? I, I, well, but, but, but. I will say this. No, your only three shots are at the rim, yeah, mid-range, and three-pointer. I think we're shooting 45 overall. Yeah, 45. 38%. Yeah, take those out. We're shooting almost 50. But 38% from mid-range is not the same as – it's not as good as 30% from three. Thirty per, and you're not, and you're going to shoot sixty-something percent from the rims. So that thirty-eight one point one percent, and you're taking a thirty or shots from there. Uh, there's no way to. There's no way it doesn't hurt. You. Can we say Tremont Mark is a little different animal though? That that's a strength of his game, and not everybody should be shooting oh, in the mid-range. mid-range shooter. I will say this. I'll say this for the people for the people that are in the know, the, the higher level NBA people that have good teams that put together good teams that literally have a rule. No mid-range jumpers. It's all twos and it's all twos and I mean at the uh, rim or at threes. the rim or threes. They'll make one exception if the guy is really good. James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant. Those guys. That, that's what they do. No, that's want, on their team. If you want to see somebody who does it probably better than anybody playing right now, watch Alabama. Alabama basketball. Alabama takes exactly ten point one percent of their shots from mid-range. Yeah. Ten point one. They, they do it. They do it probably yeah. better than anybody. It's rims and threes. <clears throat> Jamal Mark um, is now, shooting fifty-three yeah. percent from the field, so I think he is the well, I, I, exception. I don't have his but, breakdown. But, but to but, make your I point, bet. if he's shooting fifty-three percent from the field and most of his shots are coming from the mid-range, yeah, that means the rest of the team, their percentage from the mid-range, right. is god awful. Right. Fair and, point. And, and we see, and eighty-eight percent of all rebounds in college basketball are defensive. So basically, a third of your shots are a turnover. What uh, time is the game Saturday? Noon. Noon. Thanks for asking. Joe would know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you calling it? Yes. Did you see the game on Saturday? Yes, I called it. I, oh, I knew that. That's right. Last thing I'll say, I, I just and I told you all this, I think we could be way better. Arkansas could be way better if they just play hard like they did last night because they were way better on defense because they played hard in our shot selection. I think we're way better without getting any better as a player, any more talent, any, anything. We're that much better if we just do those two things, and those two things are controllable. We, if we, they don't take the right shot, sit their butt down. We, we have – to turn it, we, I mean, you got to the free throw line last night. That's a start. That that has to happen. But, again, I touched on this earlier, the physicality, the offensive rebound, the, the junk baskets, we don't get them. And that, I think, that's – and that comes to your points at the rim. You know, part of your analytics is you know, drives and points at the rim. Or when a guy drives and you get a shot blocker going, now you got a guy in position to get the offensive rebound, blah, blah, blah. But – we're not getting those. And that, to me, the physicality of this team, you had four four dudes, all four of your dudes last night, your, your bigs, Brazil, uh, Chandler, Lawson, Mackay, and Graham did not have an offensive rebound. Mm-hmm. And that is That's bad. very, very concerning to me yeah. because I look at the upper echelon and, and I put A&M in there, I mean, because they got some pieces missing, but they Florida, the, I mean, they got four dudes, big dudes, and it's like, go get it. 
Mm-hmm. That ball goes up. You better, you better come hell or high water. You better go in there and get a foul or get something. You better block shots and you better rebound. And I, I see Alabama doing it. Auburn, we saw what, how they did it to us. I mean, they and that that that's got to change. I mean, that has it, got to. Here's change. a question. Glad we won, but to, in, in y'all's opinion, I, I don't know the answer to this at all. What is the number one thing? And, and it might be the fact that we used to get those last year, year before we got the garbage points. Well, we had what's, bigger guards. Last true. Year, so we had a lot yeah, of Anthony guards. Yeah, Black. In those there. guys. What's the biggest? What is the number one thing that, if we could have changed last night, would have not allowed them to come back? Besides I thought making I, shots. I thought, yeah, I think the shot. I thought the shot selection for a period of time went back to kind of what they were doing before. I didn't like that lull offensively. And A and M really wasn't doing anything different than what they were doing before. They started hitting some shots. They started but. making some threes. Taylor got hot, yeah. made a couple crazy shots, and then Arkansas also first half made almost all their free throws. But you, and you, you let, start yeah. off the second yeah. half, and Brazil goes to the free throw line, and you'd already missed a couple of shots, and it was like that feeling was getting in the, in the arena and watching it. You're like, oh my god, here we go. Well, it was like, and he missed both free throws. Yeah, and it's just it compounded the issue. The Washington shot too. He hit shot. They said like eight threes, and he shot a three last night, and he made it. It was his only field goal of the night, and that was part of the comeback too. So, I just I look at it. they shot seventy four. They had seventy four shot attempts. We had fifty one. Yeah. Wow. They had 19 offensive rebounds. That's yeah, what happened. Right. Yeah, that's that, right. that, so. so, I mean, you can take, you can shoot the ball bad if you get three shots every time yeah. down the floor. You yeah, you, you talk about volume shooters yeah. as a player. Now we're talking <laughs> volume shooters as a team. It's, it's like, I mean, that's I've seen coaches use that as strategies. Like, look, we're not a very good shooting team, but we make one out of four every time. Down. Yeah, they're like, they're, <laughs> yeah, you're like, uh, what happened? Well, they 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 missed. Well, what happened? Well, they got two offensive rebounds and, right. and shots. What happened? They missed three shots. Eventually, on that they're going to make it. Well, my theory though, my, my, that parallels though, like we complete fifty percent of our passes. So let's yeah. just throw bombs on four straight plays, and one of them's going to be a touchdown. Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't always work out like that, but it can. Well, hey, okay, you you be that guy. Oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but I just think on offensive rebounding, how many times do you see a guy get a wide open three off oh, offensive yeah, rebound or yeah. drive because you're you're in scramble mode? Yeah. And so a lot of times, your best shot attempt, your cleanest look. Comes off offensive rebounding. I don't remember what happened last night. There was a play though where there was. A, I thought Arkansas got fouled on a, on a defensive rebound attempt, and Muss was going nuts. And then they kick it out, and the guy hit a three. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. of course he did. Mm-hmm. It's one of those days. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on. Talk some football. I love football. I know you do. Analytically. Kevin Kelly dominated high school football in Arkansas, winning nine state titles in 18 years at Pulaski Academy. He's now turning his attention to dominating the airwaves on the zone. He's brought to you by the Little Rock Athletic Club, who's currently building a state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility. Little Rock Athletic Club. No contracts and save 30% off joining fees. All right, let me start with something that um, is near and dear to your heart and Wes's. By the way, Joe, congrats to the Chiefs dominating the Dolphins. Great work. We'll take it. If we can get it, we'll take it. <laughs> I want to commend you on something, or at least agree with you on something for what it's worth, which means you're probably wrong. But you were singing the praises yesterday of, I think it was, uh, I can't remember who it was, but it was it was Orlovsky and somebody else. Dan, and and uh, Spears. Spears. Yeah. Orlovsky breaking down, and he... Works that video board with all the little uh, the buttons where he gets like he's going to make this like a, a route and this one's going to show like the range of vision for the quarterback. 
it's like it's an appendage for him. He is so natural and smooth with that thing. I've never seen a guy work with a piece of technology on the screen as fluidly as he does it. It's such a great watch, and I always learn something. It's like him visualizing for us, like talking to you, like you can make us understand things a little bit better. He does such a great job. Yeah, and and what he really, I mean, he he spends time. If you follow him, I like to follow him on Twitter, and he's he's one of my alert guys. If he sends out a tweet, I get it. Mm-hmm. He's so good at that because when they're not on the air, he does that and sends them out sometimes. So he's practicing when he's not on the air. But you're right, he is really good at that. And combined with him, you know, it's so smooth and with his. Ability to take it and put it into layman's terms. Mm-hmm. It makes it very enjoyable for everybody. He is he should be a rising star because he's got a great voice. <laughs> he's got a good look. He's not a hateful guy. He's very analytical. I think he's really respected. He played the position. I think he's got all kinds of upside as a broadcaster. I do too. I wish they'd look for more guy. He never is political. Like I love Mina Kimes too, yeah. who's on there. I love her analytic mind and she knows football better than any other lady that's been on there. And but she gets political sometimes. How many dudes though? She gets political though. And, on her social media. Yeah, and it's just, well it, uh, under the ESPN. You know, I wish she had her own. Go be political on that because I want to get her alerts, but I won't because I love following her stuff. But I love that he's never political on on the ESPN platform. It's on his job there. No, and not on his platform. And you know, go be political. I got no problem with it. But on the ESPN platform, he's never that way. And that's why I want to follow him and get everything he says because I just eat it up. Okay, let's talk about the Cowboys. Um, how shocked were you knowing what you know about both teams with the outcome of the game? I wasn't shocked that it was that Green Bay won. I mean, I thought Cowboys would win a close one. I was shocked at how awful and how stupid the Cowboys were in football vernacular or in, in, from a coach's perspective. Stupid. They played dime coverage. 68% of the time this year, okay? That's 60 backs or more. Now, that's all good if you're going to play man and stop them and, 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 and you're trying to stop a pass. But they played man more than 68% of the time this year, and in that game they decided to play zone. What you've done all year, you don't do. And you kept your dime in, which took linebackers out and put little guys in. So, you know, one of the breakdowns that, Orlovsky did, I don't know if it was on the air or on his own little thing, was he showed number one and number six for the Cowboys playing linebacker because they've got their dime team. And it's a rundown. They know they're going to run. And they've got their guards just blowing them out of the hole because they weigh 210 pounds each. And I'm like, you, what are y'all doing? Just that is not what got you here is playing those guys in running situations and then playing them in zone in passing situations, which is why Romeo Dobbs looked like Jerry Rice on us because he's great at working zones, but he hasn't been able to get open on man-to-man all year long. It's like, what are we doing? Like, Dan Quinn was probably the only good sliver of a coach we had left, and then he went brain dead unless McCarthy said, hey, let's catch him off guard every single play and do the exact opposite of what we've done all year to be the number two defense in the entire NFL. So I was surprised they beat the freak out of us. Yes. Mickey told us yesterday because we asked about that, and he thought maybe the reason they play more zone was to hide uh, the cornerback that played for the Patriots uh, that hurt his shoulder. Um, Gilmore? Yeah, thank you. Well, Gilmore at what and his point, injury. And so they thought by playing zone, that would protect at them. At what point, after they've got their first 27 points, mm-hmm. do you go, maybe, this isn't just working? maybe after he's got almost a new record for passing and a half, <laughs> maybe this isn't working. No, 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 no. We'll pick it up. We'll, my gosh. 
it just infuriates me. So here's the thing. Let's talk about this week because you're going to have the same thing where everybody's like, well, they're not beating those dudes because we all thought that this last week. Shanahan has never lost to LaFleur. I think he's 2-0 or whatever. And Shanahan is a great coach. And he give him an extra week to prepare. He's a really great coach. What do you expect this week? Can Green Bay find a way this week to make it interesting? As Shanahan said, he got to start early. He got to start in the middle of the second quarter. Did you mm. see that? <laughs> yeah. I really started focusing on Green Bay early in the second quarter when they got the 27 nothing lead. I'm like, that's nice. Here's well, a little, yeah, let's hear from him real quick. I would say so before um, we got in the playoffs just because – um, you know, we hadn't really studied Green Bay and watched them. Um, once we had those 10 days to kind of view a lot of people, it's then you realize that they had a good shot. I mean, it was, didn't know who was going to win, but so it didn't surprise me what happened. Um, Dallas is a good team, so, you know, just the way it started out was a little surprising. But once you watch the tape and you really get into Green Bay and you really think of their numbers and you really watch their players and how they're doing it, um, it doesn't surprise me at all now. We were already in here, so you know we were doing it that day. We had mixed in a little bit earlier in the week, you know, hitting up a couple of teams, but um, started really focusing on them halfway through the second quarter. <laughs> then they scored at the end of the second quarter, so I kind of did both at halftime, and then third quarter I was set on one team. That's that's the biggest knife twist of all, isn't it? It, it was a tough one. Did you did you not see that, Wes? Yesterday, no, I, the, I had not heard that. As a Cowboy fan, that was that was the final dagger. You know, <laughs> I was hemorrhaging already, and then yeah. they finished me off with that. I'm like, that's just classic. Okay, so what is what does San Francisco do that Green Bay will have a problem with if they didn't with Dallas? McCaffrey. They <laughs> they get after the quarterback. Of course, that's been Dallas's mo too is getting after the quarterback. Right. They protected they, so well. They, they protected they protected him really well. But the last six weeks of the season, I went and looked at the number of sacks. Green Bay's done a very good job of protecting him the last six weeks. Well, his, his quarterback rating's been really good the last six weeks too, huh, Wes? Yeah. I guess there's a correlation. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay, I think, will keep this within one score if. And here's what happened in the last six weeks, in my opinion, looking back over the videos. They started calling plays like they had nothing to lose. We're going to mix in play action. We're going to run the ball. Aaron Jones came back during that time period, yep. by the way. Mm-hmm. We're going to mix in play action and not be afraid to throw the ball on first down or second down or third down whenever we think that's best. Now, if all of a sudden since they won and they're in a bigger game and they if they go into a shell at all and he plays conservative, they'll get run out of the stadium. But if he calls plays just like he has, but LaFleur's done a fantastic job, the best in the league, after the first five weeks, I wouldn't give you ten cents for Jordan Love. He wasn't playing well. He wasn't completing passes, and all he was leading the league in five yard throw, five yard or shorter throws. And he just said, "Screw that. That's not his strength. That's not what he does. Let's let him play." If they continue to call plays the way they did, it's the great equalizer. I think they keep it within one score. Yeah, Dallas was in hot pursuit a few times, uh, like Buford T. Justice, but they never could quite catch up to Love. The key is going to be if can San Fran get to him. You also pointed out when Baltimore just rolled all over San Francisco that Baltimore plays less dime defense than anybody in the league, that they can basically stay in their nickel or in their base defense, and that's what gave San Francisco problems. Green Bay does a lot of the same stuff. You sent us some stats, and I was looking at it. Green Bay doesn't play a lot of dime. In fact, they play a very similar amount of number of nickel compared to the to the Ravens, and they may even play more base defense than the Ravens. Yeah, and and what was what I thought was really good about it is analytics is well, it is. But look, look at the here's the, the explanation of the Baltimore beating the dog out of Frisco was this: San Francisco's number one in the entire NFL against dime defenses, number one. 
if you take out dime against all other things, they're number 23 in total offense, of offense efficiency. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, so you look, and, the t- and teams tend to play them in dime more because of they're scared of McCaffrey out of the backfield. So they take out a linebacker and put in a D-back. And then when they run them, they got nobody to stop the run. So this week, if Green Bay does what they've been doing, they play the fifth, I think the fifth lowest number of dime coverage anybody in the league. If they'll stay in that and not get scared and take out one of their linebackers and put in a D-back, they'll be able to help stop the run and play the pass okay. And that'll give them a better chance. So you're telling me Kittle's going to have 10 catches this week? Uh, He could, yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about that coming up. You going to stick around? I got to go. Where are you going? Got to go to the store, baby. Which one? Little Rock. They're both open, though? Yes. Little Rock and North Little Rock? Yes. Corky's Barbecue? Yes. Is that right? Yes. And what are y'all doing today? We are wings. We got wings today. 75 cent wings. How many can I buy? As many as you want. At a drive-thru? As many as you want. Okay. 100 wings. Honey, if you're listening, 75 wings bucks. today. Wings today. Yeah, got to get working on our parking lot, too. Okay. So, and if the weather... We've been shutting down early because there's been no business after lunch, so that may happen later today because okay. just nobody's out. Yep. Honey, go get it now. It's it Just drive <laughs> slow, folks. It's fine to get out and about, okay? Seriously. It is. It's not Chiefs bad. or Bills, Joe? My heart. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. If you had to bet a million dollars, who would you bet the, on? The Bills are a better team right now. I think it's going to be close. No, no, I think it's I think it's the other game. You have yeah. two top I mean, five defenses. You have two top it's five quarterbacks. It's going to come down to what it always comes down to. Turnovers. Turnovers. I mean, Josh Allen. Mahomes. Got to keep waiting. Pretty, Mahomes is pretty good in the playoffs about not turning the ball over. Right. Josh Allen has had his difficulties. So Here's what we haven't ever hopefully seen. Hopefully, it continues. Patrick Mahomes on the road. Can't I, wait. I, I don't. I cannot know. wait. I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be really good. Oh, I cannot okay. wait. And they're talking lake effect snow again. And it could delay it again. Yes. Oh, can't delay it. We can't have delays. We got to play into this. Well, time. then we got to start pushing back other games because next weekend it won't be fair for one of those teams to have to play. That's a good point. Day less rest. Yeah, the AFC Bills, championship Bills. game. The Bills have five days to, or six days to prepare, and the Chiefs had eight. I know. Yeah, no, it's already bad, but you can't at do least it again. they're at home. But you know, next week you, you got to go to Baltimore. Again. Not I mean, in the AFC championship. Game. Yeah. Because they're going to go on the road and have less. Well, here's my thing: what happened? I mean, I realized there was travel issues. You had more travel issues the day before, but I'm like, you still had people shoving snow out of their seats to sit down. Like, I don't care if you got to play in front of an empty house; you got to play the game on schedule. I'm with you. People, it's, it's some people will find a way there if, if they got to take their snowmobiles. If it's blinding, if, if you can't see, and the, it's if it's coming down, you can't. But I mean, oh, if God, it's when, so when did and when have they ever canceled a playoff game before? Never. I don't remember it ever remember, happening. Remember the old well, pictures, of the old ice bowl, the Green Bay Cowboys deal. But, but that, in theory, that game was can't, it was pushed back. I mean, they canceled the Bills game. In, a, in theory, I mean, they moved no, no, it no, back. no. Is that the only one though? Yeah, that's the only one. I got that's what I'm it. saying. I, I don't know. I just freaking play it. It's tough. Go out there and play it. I mean, because it does. It hurts the Bills with a, two less days. They were already screwed with one less day. Well, they're worried about because they're going to put in a traffic order. The Bills may not be able to travel to practice. I'll bet you they could have got police escort. They they made sure Pittsburgh came in, and they said the day before they came in the day the game was going to be played, and they said we'll get you police escort. You're going to come in, and so they did. Go get the Bills a police escort. The players one to them from their house. Why can't they helicopter them? <clears throat> do whatever you got to do. Do whatever you got to do. We need a football game. <clears throat>
Uh, somebody, I saw there was a Twitter debate going on, and somebody's like, this is so ridiculous, we're so soft. Did they delay D-Day because of the weather? And they're like, <laughs> actually, yes, they delayed it one day because of the weather, uh, if you look back in, in history. Um, so, it's just a football game. But, yeah, we all want it to be played on time. All right, we're going to talk about the game a little bit more, because Wes ridiculed me when I suggested that Kansas City had a chance to win. Did you hear that, Joe? Ridiculed me yesterday when I suggested Kansas City had a chance to win. He's hurting you He's know. still bent about the I just, fake I, I high ankle sprain. What I want year. is a high ankle sprain in the first quarter, and he limps through the whole game, and we win. Hops. That will that will be that will be just like a needle in his in his neck the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna talk to Michael Felder on the other side. Joe, be safe out there, see you guys. Go Thank see y'all. go see Mr. Klein at Corky's North Little Rock or Little Rock. They're open for business. Bye,